Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball takes center stage tonight. Game one of the World Series down in Houston. Astros, Nationals. Should be a good one. Dominant starting pitching on both sides of it. Let's welcome aboard right now. Jeff Blum, Astros analyst, a former MLB info, in, infielder, joins us now. Hey, Jeff, Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes here on this Tuesday morning. Jeff, what's up? Not too much. How are we doing, fellas? Good to be on with you. Yeah, pleasure's ours, Jeff. And uh, you know, I, I, you know, Taz and I were talking about it earlier on, giving your, you know, giving thoughts. You know, he's on the Strohs, I'm on the Nats in the series. I, I think it's setting up. We're both in agreement where you're going to get a great series here. Wouldn't you be surprised if this goes one way or the other, and it kind of ends up being a short series? I think both teams are set up here to have a to play a, a really entertaining long playoff series. I, I, I honestly, you know, now being on the media side, I really hope that it does turn into a really good series. I know that, uh, you, you know, the powers that be in Major League Baseball probably want, you know, the East Coast, West Coast matchups. But I, I like the fact that two very good pitching teams are in the in the uh, world, world Series. But I also like that a wild card team is snuck in there, too, because it kind of validates the opportunity that uh, Major League Baseball has created with the two wild card situation and having the Nationals play their way in. But it's still astonishing to me. I think if you took the numbers that the Nationals have in the postseason and maybe put a sticker over the top that said L.A. Dodgers or something like that, there might be a little bit closer odds in Vegas because I don't think they're getting the respect that they deserve. Mm. Hey, Jeff, so uh, check this out, right? Maybe break down the importance of grabbing game one for the Astros considering you know that the, the long layoff for the Nationals. Um, it's tough. And you know what's crazy is that the Nationals had a chance to set up the rotation, so they're going to go with Max Scherzer first. And the way things have worked out, the Astros actually get to go with one of their better pitchers in Garrett Cole. And that's where the importance of winning game one is, because if you have a chance to beat the number one for the opposing team, it does a couple mm. of things. It puts a loss on that team, and it also lets the other team know that, hey, we just beat your number one guy, and now we're going to go out and face your number two, even though it's this guy like Strasburg who's very good it kind of puts them in a must-win situation in that game, too, to try and split on the road, which is what you're trying to do. But I think anytime you have a chance to go out there and beat a number one and really try and set the tone for a seven-game series like this, these condensed series where every win means so much, winning that first game is huge, not just for the, for the numbers getting closer to that fourth win, but also for the mentality of the team. You know, uh, we were talking about Altuve the other day, Jeff. Uh, you know, you're around him. You know him very, very well. You know, small guy. We know that. He's an unbelievable player. He's going to be a future Hall of Famer as well. You know, that that blast off of Chapman, just another thing. I mean, look at what kind of postseason run Altuve is having here for this Stroh's team. He's incredible. And you know what? Going into the postseason, he may have been one of the guys that not – it's not that he's not on the radar, but he really wasn't one of those guys that you expected to do to be doing what he's doing, even though he's done it in the past. It's it's more on George Springer, Michael Brantley, Jordan Alvarez, some of these other names that have really popped up in the Astros lineup to say, 
this is who we're going to try and use to get through the playoffs. And then all of a sudden you see George Springer falter. You see Carlos Correa coming back from injury. And guess who steps up? It's always Jose Altuve. And it's amazing with everything he's accomplished, a World Series title, an MVP, a couple of batting titles, and he still plays like he's the underdog. He still plays like he's the guy that nobody expects anything from. And yet he delivers and then gives you a little bit more. So he is one of the more impressive overall athletes, I think, in all of sports, considering his size and his ability to go out and dominate a sport like he has. Because if it wasn't for Jose Altuve, the Astros would definitely would not be in the position they're in. Because if you unplug him from that lineup, this offense isn't going anywhere. Yeah, no doubt about it. And at five foot six, the guy is just amazing. Especially, you know, I don't think I don't think a lot of people realize Jeff that most major league ball players, you're big guys, tall guys, you know, rangy guys. You know, <laughs> this guy comes in at five six, he's unreal. Hey, uh, Jeff, so talk about the difficulty it is for for a hitter to gear back up after being off for a week. You know, I actually have experience in this. You know, when I was with uh, the Chicago White Sox in 2005, we went through the playoffs relatively easy by sweeping the Boston Red Sox, taking four out of five from the uh, Los Angeles Angels or Anaheim Angels, whoever the heck they were called at the time, and waited for the Astros to beat the St. Louis Cardinals. So we had a similar layoff, seven or eight days, and it was really interesting to see, you know, how Ozzie Guillen and – Greg Walker, the hitting coach, kind of came up with a plan for everybody to try and stay in shape because we, you know, you have got to use your relievers, you got to make sure your starters are are in shape and stretched out, and you got to make sure your timing and rhythm is down. That's probably the hardest thing with the seven day layoff is getting back into the mix. And it's one thing to go out there. What we did is we faced our pitchers. They threw simulated games every single day, and we would go out there and face our pitchers. So we had a little bit of timing and rhythm. But the one thing you cannot replicate in practice is a World Series moment. And getting out there, understanding there's going to be 43,000 fans screaming and yelling, the noise, the intensity, the, the, you know, the microscope you're under, and every pitch meaning something, that's what you can't replace. So that's going to be a little bit tougher for the Nationals to try and catch up a little bit. But, it, you know, this day, this day and age and the importance of this series, I would imagine that the Nationals are going to do a pretty good job of catching up as far as intensity pretty quick. You know, Jeff, but speak to that a little bit. How much How much more of an, you know, how much more of an advantageous position are the Astros in? The fact that they've experienced, a lot of those guys on that team have experienced the World Series as compared to Washington. Um, I think it means a lot, you know, just in that sense that I was talking about where you don't get overwhelmed by the moment. I think these guys with the Houston Astros have expected to be here the last two, three years. After they won it in 2017, yes, they were they were beat up in 2018 and ran into a buzzsaw known as the Boston Red Sox as they went on to their World Series championship in 2018. But I really, when the Astros won the championship series against the Yankees, I really felt like they felt that was the series for them that maybe gets them over the hump or maybe gets them into the clear, so to speak, in the World Series because this is where these guys want to be. They don't have intentions of getting to the dance. They want to end up being the homecoming kings of the, da- of the dance. And they beat the Yankees, and there was a sense of relief, and you could see a little bit of that joy coming back to the Houston Astros because they are on center stage. And whether you like it or not, these guys love the spotlight. There is a little twinge of arrogance with these guys when they go out and play. They want to go out there and be the guys with the target on their back, and that's why I think that joy is coming back to them, knowing that they're in the World Series, the last stage of the Major League season. 
Uh, you listen to Taz and Roos on CBS Sports Radio. Our special guest right now is Jeff Blum, Astros analyst, former MLB, Major League Baseball infielder. Hey, Jeff, so um, talk about the Nationals' bullpen a little bit. I mean, you think they can hold up during this series or what? Um, I think a lot of it depends on how long the starters are in the ball game. I know that Davey Martinez probably has high hopes in keeping Scherzer in there, six, seven innings, uh, Strasburg the same way, and Corbin. I think where you start to see issues with the Washington Nationals is when you start to bring in some of those bridge guys trying to get to the back end of the bullpen. But that being said, it's very similar for the Astros, too. Both these teams have very good back ends of the bullpen. The Nationals have Doolittle and Hudson, who are veterans, uh, high-velocity type guys who have been in moments where they've had to shut down some big games. And on the other hand, you've got the Astros with the Harris-Osuna-Presley mix at the back end. It's those guys in between where I think you might start to see where this series is decided is who can get from the starter to the back end of the bullpen without you know, with being able to minimize damage. Because if the Astros go out and do what they've done during the regular season, they have a tendency to wear down starting pitching and get those pitch counts elevated you know, in the fourth, fifth inning because they're not chasing out of the zone. They're laying off pitches, taking their walks, working long innings, and trying to get to that middle portion of the uh, bullpen. But uh, that's really the only question mark for me because I think Sean Doolittle's got experience against the Astros. Daniel Hudson's been a very good arm out of that bullpen. And, of course, Fernando Rodney's another guy you can't mistake either. He's got some big-time big experience and a lot of time in the big leagues. But uh, it's the in-between guys that you don't hear their names that often. Those guys might have an impact on this series, good or bad. You know, Jeff, uh, two quickies before I let you go. Number one, Alvarez. Is he going to figure it out? Had an amazing, you know, since he, after he got called up, amazing rookie year. But he, he, got at, he left a village on the base path in the Yankees series. What about the young hitter, Alvarez? Yeah, there is concern there. And I like the fact it's, it's kind of – I mentioned to A.J. Hinch yesterday in talking about Jordan Alvarez – he made the statement, I believe it was in yesterday's press conference, about Jordan Alvarez. He said he is going to be my DH in Game 1 and Game 2, I believe. And I think it's kind of that George Springer moment where in 2017 we saw George strike out four times in Game 1 of the World Series, and they asked him if they were going to move him. And AJ said, nope, he, he's my leadoff guy. I'm not going to move him. And Springer went out there with the confidence of the manager and ended up being the World Series MVP. I don't anticipate that being the case for Gordon Alvarez, but I do anticipate maybe some of the confidence and maybe you know a breaking point happened to him in that game six of the New York Yankees series because he got pinch hit for by Aledmus Diaz against, it might have been either Zach Britton or Aroldis uh, uh, Chapman, and I think that was the bottom, and sometimes you got to hit that bottom before you can start climbing back up that ladder, and I hope that that was the point for Gordon Alvarez where he said, you know what? This is as bad as it's going to get. I've been broken down, and it's time to start building back up. So hopefully you know, he, he leaves less of a village on the base pads because you're right. It's been a rough postseason for him considering how good the regular season was for him. Yeah, we got less than a minute here, Jeff. You like the Astros to win this series? I do. I think it's going to be extended. I, you know, I'm like you guys. I'm a fan of the pitching and watching what they do against very good offenses. And I do believe it's going to be the Astros in six. I think they're going to have to. Re- the Astros are going to have to rely on Colin Verlander beating Strasburg and Scherzer to get through this series. It's going to be a rough one for the offense. Hey Jeff, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the series. It's going to be fun. And and thanks for uh, the info and the conversation this morning. Thanks, Jeff. No, I always appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a good rest of the day. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 